What is up, everybody? Uh, very unprofessional intro here, but uh, this episode really doesn't need an intro, and uh, you know, didn't want to be talking too much about me and uh, my band and all that stuff because uh, the focus of this episode is not about that. And uh, yeah, if you know the title of this episode already, then uh, there you go. So yeah, very excited to present this episode to you. Um, hope you all enjoy it. Okay, I need, to, I need to get actual podcast mics for this, but those are really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> like the Shure SM7B, whatever you see everybody using. Like you see that douchebag Joe Rogan <laughs> using that. I was going to say Joe Rogan. Fuck that motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, Bitch. he's like the most popular amongst uneducated straight white men. So um, I fit all of those qualifications except the fact that I am educated. Did you know that he's Gerard Way's cousin? <laughs> no way. What? How? how? Uh, I don't know. I was scrolling on TikTok, <laughs> which is how you start every story. Yeah. And, Nowadays. Um, this girl was like, did you know that Gerard Way, also known as Joe Rogan's cousin? And I was like, wait, back up. I did not know that. <laughs> I did I, not know that. <laughs> I mean, I know people think he's related to Billy Corgan from the Pumpkins all the time because of the way they look. He's or like, bald. Yeah, Billy. Yeah. He's the most. I love bald boy Billy. <laughs> Speaking of bald men, welcome to Nihil Aesthetic, the podcast. No, that. What does that have to do with bald boys? Exactly. It's because I have a lush, he- full head of hair. Welcome mm. to Nihil Aesthetic, your podcast. I'm for the... bald. Are you? No. No, I see you got hair in front of me. <laughs> Anyways, you're listening to the podcast with the most in terms of heavy metal, pop culture, now including hardcore punk, because we have Mia from... I'm here. Mia, your full, can I say your full name? Uh, no. No? I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, it's Mia, but um, spell it M exclamation point. Um, at symbol and then three question marks. <laughs> dope, <laughs> dope, dope. Yeah, Mia from uh, Paranoid Paradise, my uh, partner. That sounds stupid. <laughs> my You're homie, goofy little guy. Yeah, yeah. Mia, Mia's like, I want to make music, so she comes over to my house, and uh, I do my best to make it happen and not have it sound completely silly and dumb. I like it a little silly. I'm a it's little okay. silly guy. Yeah, you know it's it's fi- it's fine and dandy to be silly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I silly. just hope my riffs aren't stupid and silly. You know. No, I think they're pretty swag. Yeah, I mean, I try not to make my riffs trash, and but that's that that that's where the question of like is paranoid paradise hardcore punk truly? Does it have to no. be? Because like, no. you know, hardcore is like hardcore you know but like yeah. we're silly goofy guys i gotta stop saying that um <laughs> no it's okay say it as much as you'd like um i don't know i feel like hardcore punk has been there done that you know every hardcore band has done the same thing over and over again and you know sometimes it gets it's a repetitive thing you know oh no, yeah absolutely so i don't think trying to hold us to that box is like Great. All of the good hardcore bands that I personally like are fusions anyway. So we don't need to, you know, the grandpas already did it. (laughs) They did that. And now we're here. And now we have all the other little cool genres alongside of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that um, hardcore, I mean, it's just called hardcore nowadays, you know, at least in Detroit. I don't think it would be nearly as successful without some other bands like there doing some interesting stuff like um but like i don't know i started really paying attention to hardcore i want to give a shout out to my friend joey shell um i've done an episode with him on here before but we haven't done one in a while so we should probably do that <laughs> but yeah joe always keeps me in the know about the hardcore the hard lore if you will mm, i know there's a podcast lore. yeah it's called hard mm. lore they, they're all talking about like the different singers uh performers in these bands but yeah joe's always a great source um, go follow him on Instagram for, you know, some good shows or you need a good person to go to shows with. But yeah, yeah, that's how I, that's how I kind of came to knew about like the, the resurgence, if you will. But like bands have been coming out with 
you know, trying to make hardcore punk mainstream again for the past few years. It can never die. Exactly. It li- it's forever. Hardcore is forever. Yeah, and punk like... Punk can die, but, like, it comes back every once in a while. But hardcore is forever. Yeah, like, right when you said all the hardcore p- punk bands do the same thing, I thought immediately... I know they're not, like, a hardcore punk band, but I just thought of, like, about, like, the Ramones. I mean, through the years, I know they tried some different stuff, but at the end, they were just kind of putting out... Same four chords, same I want to... Vocals. I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. I want to sniff glue in the basement. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to do this. That's but like yeah. all their song titles, right? I feel like that was a joke in CBGB in the movie. Have you seen that movie? No. It's a good movie. But not dissing the Ramones or anything, because they're, they're the Ramones they are allowed to do... They're the Ramones. But is CBGB a documentary? Um, no, CBGB was like this punk bar in New York, and then oh yeah, no, no, I know that. Oh yeah, you you mean like in the actual? No, there's a movie about it. There's not a document. I don't think there's a documentary, but there's a movie that's like a dramatization of what happened at CBGB. So kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I think not not like a biopic. There's an actor in it. Oh my god, you know who's in it? Who? Snape. <laughs> Alan Rickman? Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Yeah. That, he plays the bartender. Or the, what the f- He plays the owner. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Potter, you will come to the Sex Pistols gig tonight, or that will be 50 points from Gryffindor. No, literally. <laughs> Potter. You, that, that sounds like Squidward. It's hard to do a good Snape impression, everybody. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to add that to my list, definitely, for sure. I don't think I've watched that movie since I was, like, in, what grade, what grade was I in? Um, fuck, I think I was in ninth grade when I saw that movie. That's probably around the time we knew each other, right? Or started to know each other? No, I think we started to know each other around tenth grade, because that was, Mm -hmm. that was, like, a little before, um, I got to know Gabe. Because Gabe was, like, I want to say 10th, 11th-ish. Yeah. So around the same time. Yeah, you were friends with some mutual people. And then I knew, like, of you during high school. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit, but I don't think we ever, like, hung out or anything. But then... No, because you... I mean, you... I don't... I barely hung out with Gabe until, like... Gabe is Mia's boyfriend for context. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Hi, Gabe. You, I, big, you big goofy goblin. I love you. This is, I just, like, go into, like, people's names, and I don't give context a lot. Me and Gabe went to high school together. Yeah. We were in a, we, me and Gabe were in a half-day program for three years. It was called CSI. Shout out CSI. Shout out Feldkamp. Um, and it was definitely not, like, you know, CSI is, like, one of those things where it's, like, they hype it up to be, like, this super professional place and everything, and then we get there, and it's just, that's where, like... All hell broke loose. Yeah, in terms of, like, (laughs) all care and uh, respect for um, our grades and our uh, well-being just went out the window. I did not. I had that experience at my normal high school. Clawson High School? Yeah. Yeah. What a a place. Never go there. Uh, Fair enough. Place sucks. Crackheads. Downtown Clawson used to be cool. Oh, it's still cute. Um, They moved uh, Flipside Records to... Berkeley. No, Berkeley. It's in oh, Berkeley now. Fair. It's a bigger place, though. But yeah, me and Mia go. Yeah, I would say definitely, probably, you're one of the oldest people I still hang around with. Yeah, definitely. Watch. Let's keep it that. Ah, that stupid. <laughs> well, how long has it been? Like, what, five years? Five, six, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I would say definitely, like, what, 10th grade, 11th grade. Then I at was... least, at least 10th grade. And that's so crazy. that's about the time I remember you went to School of Rock in Rochester. Yes, I did. I did do that. That's and crazy. So I know Eric Choi, the yeah. old drummer from We Came as Romans. He's also friends with uh, if uh, um, if Isaac Parsons is listening to this right now from Forge the Sun. Anybody in Forge the Sun, uh, they're pretty tight with him. I know uh, David Quick from uh, Agama is pretty tight with him. But uh, did you ever? Run in with Eric. When yeah, he was, he was there? my drum lesson teacher. Oh, really? He yeah. was. He was the head honcho. Yeah. Damn. Um. Well, he wasn't. I don't think he was my specific drum lesson teacher, but he was one of my instructors for one of the shows we were running. I can't remember which one it was though. Um. 
Yeah, I can't remember. But, I yeah, I talked to him a lot. He was always around. We're mutuals on Instagram. I'm friends with him on Facebook, and I've never Whoa. even met him. Whoa. Well, we're mutuals on Instagram. That's just because, like, on Facebook, I would, like, friend everybody in, like, the music scene just because. But then I'm kind of like, oh, God, I go to these shows, and I'm terrible at matching names to faces and everything. So I'm going to, like, meet people in person before I become their friend on Facebook. Happens. So I'm trying to rock now. But, uh, but yeah, School of Rock, yeah. Rochester. Yep. I think it's that still place, open. No, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, rip. Uh, the pipes exploded, and it froze. It was during the blizzard. Do you remember that? I think so. Um, yeah. Michigan p- weather. Should be yeah. Awful During the blizzard, the pipes froze over and then exploded, and then they had to condemn the house. Is that is that is that available for public knowledge? Like I'm not. Gonna I don't have to edit know. That out. I don't think so. Who's gonna listen to that? Who's gonna listen to this? Um. I well, Adam told me so. Okay, just really quickly, making sure we're not getting in trouble for saying that, but... <laughs> no, it is public knowledge because this guy went on this um, Rochester um, Music Instagram, or Ro- Rochester School of Rock Instagram, and he posted a bunch of the pictures of the house after it was flooded, froze over, and, like, completely destroyed, and he said, I'm going to fix it with my own bare hands. No one know who like knew who this guy was. I think maybe the other instructors did. But I remember going on the Instagram and my friend Gabby, who also went to School of Rock with me, she sent me this. And she's like, who is this guy? What <laughs> happened to the School of Rock? Are these pictures real? Because half of them looked like he edited himself into the picture. Okay. <laughs> uh, and for context, uh, the School of Rock, it was inside a house. It was like a house that got converted into... Um, you you walk in, that's where you check in and you know, wait waiting room area and then you go upstairs and that's where all the Yeah rooms were. And I think I was trying well, me and my dad went there, uh, just to scope it out and you got a free drum lesson and yeah, I got my one free drum lesson from Eric Choi when I was like fourteen. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that checks out because that's when he's that's when he left We Came as Romans to be a drum lesson teacher. For sure, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it was really fun. I remember he had like two kits he had like what looked like his probably old touring kit, like converted into like this giant octopus drum set, and then he had like this nicer kit with like these K symbol, Zildjian K symbols, really like my first time ever playing those, and yeah, we jammed, and it was fun. But then, um, yeah, I was like, so dad, am I gonna get to join School of Rock? And he was kind of, I mean, we weren't really doing too hot with the money at the time, no, so it I was pricey. Yeah, and I went to this other music studio, which shall not be named, where I encountered the most irritating of nepo babies but hey love it <laughs> love it um and then uh but you stayed at school of rock yeah i stayed for a while um when'd you leave or are you, you, you no you don't go there anymore no i I, I left when i was 18 i graduated out oh yeah because once you hit a certain age yeah. yeah and um i had my little ceremony it was cute and sad and then I went to work. <laughs> yep, you got dropped right from the fun com- confines of uh, hanging with your homies and playing music to the working world. No, literally, <laughs> I lit- I had to go to my retail job that same day, like an hour later. <laughs> was it uh? Was it Big B? No, it was Michaels. Oh yeah, I or Michaels. 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 But when you were uh, so when you were at School of Rock, um, I know you were ta- you you like uh, they would have like oh this is Iron Maiden show this is uh, the Who show this is yeah. Green Day show like uh, that's where you kind of you know they had a lot of different shows like that. I remember my very first show was the Kiss show. <laughs> All was, right, I was five years old. <laughs> I you're not even like supposed to be like up on stage when you're five years old they do like a what is it, a little wing wow stuff? you were there from five to 18 uh-huh okay uh-huh but oh but God. yeah the five-year-old stuff what were you doing so my parents like brought me in one day and they talked to the instructor i cannot remember his name right now it might have been eugene i think his name was but he he was like We'll just have her sing backups on, like, one song. And so <laughs> I, my very first show, I was five years old, and I was on the Crowfoot Ballroom stage. Damn! <laughs> Damn! 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what song? Do you remember? I think it was I Want to Rock and Roll All Night oh, yeah, and, and Party, party Every day. day. I was made for loving you. Yeah. No, could you imagine a five-year-old singing that? That'd that be, song, the disco song that'd by be Kiss? terrifying. I mean, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Kiss fan in the world, but I mean, I just I think am. it's... I am. Yeah. I love Kiss. I grew up with Kiss, and I'm a Gene Simmons mega fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I like their music. I just kind of like... Um, when Gene started saying all that dumb shit in the media about how rock and roll's dead and everything, I'm like, oh, you fucking hack or whatever, but... Well, he's a business man. Yeah. He's, you know, he doesn't know shit. Yeah, and then I wa- There was a Hulu documentary about Kiss, and I watched it, and that kind of changed my view on a few things. I was like, damn, I really didn't know that they worked this fucking hard. No, yeah, their whole goal was to be arena rock. That was literally their whole goal from, like, the get-go. And they made their goal. Good exactly. For them. Hell exactly. Yeah. They didn't drink or smoke, but they can't say that about the other two guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. It's funny. I did see a picture of Ace Freely. Like, he donned the Kiss makeup for the last time in 2007, and it was for a fucking Dunkin' Donuts commercial. That's like, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. But other than Kiss, who would you say, like, your, uh, if you could pick, like, three bands when you were, like, younger that influenced your music taste now if you could pick them what would they be no that's a big question um nine inch nails joan jet and um you said one more uh i think of my what were my top three because immediately oh alice cooper hell yeah uncle alice Mm -hmm. um alice cooper was my very first concert at the ripe age of five years old jeez i mean did he like was it like toned down or was it still like very like um scary? So it was at the Detroit um f- count like the f- Wayne County Fair right before the festival grounds were like demolished. Um and it was I literally saw his head get cut off as a five year old. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> That, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, and then I met him recently, and I told him that story, and then I gave him my little sign that I made when I was five years old, because as a five-year-old, I saw other girls making signs for boy bands, but I liked Alice Cooper, so yeah. obviously, as a five-year-old, I had to do that, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, Trivium, they're one of my favorite bands, and uh, they just posted a picture, they like... Uh, it was like a cool sign in the crowd. I forgot exactly what it was, but then yeah, people still like Metallica. They're in Europe right now. You have like half of the crowd is holding up a sign because they want Lars's drumstick or like a drum head or. Well, you see, I took it from Big Time Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Big Time Rush, and I was like, "This is something I have to do." Oh yeah, like <laughs> remember the episode with like what was it? Joe Kendall's girlfriend. She like shows up. Like the concert, Kendall doesn't think she's going to, but then she does, and it, it like that she has like a sign that's like I yes, heart Kendall. <laughs> that's, that is the exact scene that I am talking about. Yeah. <laughs> God, big time rush. Ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> love it. They big time rush is back. I love big time rush. Yeah, good for them. A lot of big bands are back right now. I don't think I'll listen to big time rush. But Their new I, album. I forgot what it was called. They have a new album? Yeah. I thought it was just for shits and giggles. Yeah, here, you know what? I'm going to play some of it for you. Oh, my God. Uh, I think it's called Another Life. Or, well, like, okay, so I'm on TikTok, and the guy who played Gustavo is really on TikTok. He's like, it's like his whole career. I love Gustavo. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Here, Here's, uh, I Just Want to Party All the Time by Big Time Rush. Okay, let's uh, let let's let's trim some of the fat here. <laughs> Ooh, James. That's James. That's James. Oh he still sounds the same. God. Okay, where's, it's it's where's a, my boy Logan. Eh, I, I don't, I'm not going to go through the whole record trying to I'm find kidding, it. I'm <laughs> no, kidding, I'm kidding. We're going to listen to this whole album till we find Logan Solo. I want Logan. <laughs> I need Logan. I mean, uh, yeah, it's not, it's a little different, but it's still a little bit of the same. Yeah, I mean, is, you know, when you think about Big Time Rush, I think about uh, going to school. 
and waking yes. up at seven in the morning and eating cereal and watching Big Time Rush, soggy like Lucky Charms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember like coming home from school, making a bag of popcorn, going to watch an episode. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's what like I'm talking. It's like nostalgia fuel, I guess. But, um. Uh, Been talking a lot about nostalgia and the old days and everything. So why don't we talk about um, talking about the band that or the project? I don't know. It's not a band yet. It's it's working its way to be a band. It's getting Shh. there. <gasps> The, oh, yeah. my God. Paranoid Paradisal. No, that sounds stupid. Par- Paranoid Paradise. Paranoid Paradise. Yes. That's the name. It's the name of the game. Don't wear it out. <laughs> Don't wear it out. What were we going to... Well, there were a few different names that we were thinking um, first, I think right? I have the list, honestly, on my notes app. I know. Um, so, like, I, I thought it was going to be called Fortune's Daughter. Yeah, that was the first... Um, that was the first draft, and then I was like thinking about it, and I was like, mm, no, mm, nah. <laughs> mm, I mean, uh, no. I think there's probably already another. Well, there's definitely another paranoid parrot. Anyways, it doesn't um, matter who has the name. I th- so I think I hit you with missing kids. Missing kids. Yep. Sweet decay and Sweet imposter decay. syndrome, and then finally paranoid paradise. I mean, yeah, I think paranoid paradise just fits the best. PP. PP. <laughs> um, and then you want to tell us where? I mean, if you're okay talking about it, um, what like where do you get your inspiration for the lyrics from? Uh, agony. Agony. Okay. Pain. A life of agony, um, if you will. Nah, it's just motherfucking bitches, bro. Uh, I've, I'm sound like I'm on the fucking male manipulator podcast right now. <laughs> fucking bitches. <laughs> These bitches ruined my life because they were women and pretty and posting on Instagram. No, but, um, it's basically about all the shitty people who've fucked with my, my mental. And I think that's stupid. So. Definitely. You don't fuck with another woman's brain. No, it's stupid. I'll kill him. But not literally. Because <laughs> that's illegal. Yeah, manslaughter is illegal. It, uh, Homicide is also illegal. <laughs> yeah, and um, I think also with a lot of uh, our music, I hope it can uh, empower people to speak up if they've ever been treated shitty. Yeah, yeah. fuck um, assaulters of any form. I'll murder you. IRL. Yeah, I mean, I think also, um, I'm not trying to put like this in your mouth or anything, but um, like when I first heard the delivery of the vocals and the lyrics too, it definitely reminded me of like Riot Girl, like Bikini Kill. Yeah, that's kind of like, Riot Girl has like some implications and and a lot of um, inspiration, I would say. They have a good... I, they have good ideals about feminism and, like, fucking the patriarchy and, um, making assholes take accountability for being dickheads and rapists. Side eye. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely. I, um, I think, um, I'm not saying, like, you know, a movement or anything is, like needed or anything but it'd be cool to see some other band or some other people try and you know maybe start something like that but uh but if it has like you know if it has implications behind it there's a there's like a good amount of bands that are doing it already um it's more just personally it's about for me just getting my emotions out there right um and less about a political stance, but fuck men, fuck the government, uh, fuck your mama, fuck your grandma, bring back abortion, I'll kill your babies. Yeah, fuck men. There you go. I'm a man. It's okay. I know, I know what you meant. Men are gross. I think, yeah, I think it's like... But I'm cool in swag, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, a, that's a very good way of hitting it on the head i would say i mean i don't i don't think there's like 
we don't have like agenda at all. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh, these songs are trying to make something happen, but it's also like here, like these are our experiences, mainly your experiences. I just help amplify the sonic aspect of it. And I also put in my own spin, you know, it's kind of like, um, you got two voices here. You got the, you got, you got Mia, who's like the more like her, her, you know, she's like, she's like pinching you. She's like, come on, do better. And then you got my voice and I'm just like, I'll punch you right in the fucking throat. Yeah. It's like a good dynamic of, um, well, how my dad put it (laughs) is, Oh yeah. Uh, he, it's the vocals of like riot girl, which I do really like the vocals of Riot Girl and like Circe, which is another hardcore band that I really love, and the music of like deathcore, <laughs> or and like death metal I'll and take all it. that deathcore, death metal, <laughs> definitely all of that. death metal. Yeah, death metal a little better. I, you know. I mean, I'm not really trying. Yeah, I like with my music that I write for this band. Um, I don't try to fit one style i mean it has to be heavy obviously but like um i don't you know talk a little bit about the new music here but uh, i'm not going to give too much away but like our new songs have more uh emphasis on i would say trying to construct like a whole song out of it instead of like building the song around um around just the anger yeah like (laughs) like we have like um the song that we were recording before we started recording our podcast today it's a new song it's going to be on um, an EP you'll see in the future. Um, there's definitely the anger part to it. There's the uh, the hardcore slash you know heavy part to it. But then we also that have edge. like yeah, we also have like this uh, this chorus. This chorus is so fucking dope. Yeah, it's it's a, it's got a little prettiness to it. Yeah. So there's like there is beauty in the sorrow trivium song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I don't. I don't believe in like just throwing one thing at the wall and keep throwing the same thing. Cause uh, you know, I don't know if you guys can hear my guitar. You know, we have a song like uh, "Ripping Off My Skin." It's or I'm in a different tuning. Like it's just three notes, and then you know you go to that has to carry the whole song, and I don't want to keep relying on one idea to carry a song. Got to. I like to throw in different ideas and uh yeah, especially like we have another song that we're that's in the works right now that's about a dystopian future. Dun dun dun. It's becoming a bitch and a half to put together. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we're excited, we're very excited for all all of you to hear it and uh I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah. I'm I uh, startled. I don't know if like I just wanna say having Mia here helping me bounce these ideas uh, has been really beneficial because uh, I was like really focusing for a while on doing like my own solo music. But after a while I was kind of like, yeah, this blows because I don't have anybody to bounce it off. So it's, it's a, it's a very perfect blend here of uh, Mia, you know, wanting an idea to be put out there. And then I can come in with my input, my expertise, real expertise. That sounds, no, not, I'm going to cut that out. Uh, (laughs) um, So, yeah, I come in, you know, with my, I have some decent knowledge on how to, you know, record music and everything. And then um, I can also, yeah, like be like, oh, I have a riff, Mia. Like, what do you think? And half, like 95% of the time you're like, yeah, put it in. (laughs) But like also it's like those are riffs that I would, if I wasn't with doing this with you, I'd be writing it on my own. Yeah. But because I have you here, it's nice to bounce everything off of because it's not just one trick pony like yeah, my old we can soul, add soul more dynamics was. to it, you know, because I'm a little silly guy. Uh, and oh, yeah. I have a lot of goofy ideas, and I listen to a lot of um, wild artists. Like, they're insane. I don't know why. I'm, I drive like a crazy person, okay? I listen to the craziest fucking shit, and I'm just singing along while it's like the most chaotic... Um, crazy riffs and uh probably the most angry lyrics and i'm like singing them <laughs> like i'm happy I'm, like, if anyone heard me while i was in my car you'd be fucking terrified actually my boyfriend gabe was in my car and i was singing cinephile by omerta and he said it is actually crazy that you know all of the lyrics 
<laughs> I mean, you like it enough, you'll learn all the lyrics. That's what I say. Like I, I feel like I've been listening to the the, the screamy vocals or whatever for so long that now I can actually like understand what people it's are like, saying. And it's also Omerta's like scream rap too. <laughs> yeah. Scream <laughs> rap, hardcore, goofy guys. You know, I like all of that stuff. If you're, if you do screaming and goofy, uh, see? Playing some Omerita for you all. So yeah, you kind of get what she's talking about. They have like this one song where it's it's a seven minute song, but the actual song is only one minute, and the rest of the song is a six minute voice message of him of this like guy. I think it's I don't know which guy it is from the band, but it's that guy and his ex girlfriend going back and forth, and it's really funny. It, she does not know she's being recorded until the very end, and it's so funny. Was and they're like, like we're going to put it in the video. We're going to put it in the song. <laughs> and she's like, whatever. If it blows up, it blows up. And he's like, all right. We're going to call it. And then, I don't know what, I don't remember what he said that they were going to call it, but it was really, it was, it's always like a treat to like hear that in my car because it starts off just like a normal song. And then all of a sudden it cuts into the voice message, and I'm just listening to it for, like, the whole time. Yeah, it's like a little uh, break from the <laughs> the chaos. I'm just listening to, like, two people arguing while I'm driving myself to work at 5 in the morning. So, out of all the shows that you've been to this year, what would you say your favorite one is? My favorite you can recall. show? Um, Mouth Breather that I saw recently was really good. I love mouth breather. Man. Do you uh what what a uh, venue? It was um Pugfest at um it was in the Pike Room of the Crowfoot. It was it was like pretty small, but like a lot of people crowded in there and it was a really good yeah. time. I was a little silly alcohol wise. <laughs> but I still had a good time and I bought a T shirt with a thing of mayonnaise on it that said mouth breather. Hell yeah. Hellman's mayonnaise. I was so happy about that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, the band merch, like, it's been all these bands, not just Mouth Breather, but, um, I mean, I like it when they get creative with the merch, and they have a little bit of a sense of humor about it, too. Yeah. You know? And, like, Omerta was really good, but I think I'm just a fanboy for o- Omerta. <laughs> because there were not that many people there, but it was... It was awesome because I was up front and I was looking at all of the dudes and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. No, yeah, it's really cool when you can see a cool band like that up close. I mean, I I know I've been talking about this show for weeks, but seeing Cynic up close, that was awesome. I'm so sad that I didn't get to go. I lost the tickets. Can you believe that? I should. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hold them for you next time. Yeah, like a I'm, good doodle. I'm so bad at losing things. I lost a ticket, and it was a sold-out show. So I was like, fuck, I can't rebuy the tickets. Don't mean to brag. I'm playing a sold-out show. No, I'm just <laughs> I'll brag for you. Carter played a sold-out show, and I lost the fucking tickets, and then I couldn't buy more tickets because I'm a goofy guy. That's how fucking packed this show was. No. <laughs> No, I mean, I, but I feel bad. It's like, yeah, if you want to get a ticket for a solo show, you, you can't because you got to go scalp and. Yeah. They're like the the tickets were a little. I mean, I I sell tickets for local shows anywhere from like ten to fifteen bucks, but for this show, it was understandably twenty five bucks. Yeah, because it was cynic. Yeah, so <laughs> if you go and resell a ticket, you're not reselling it for twenty five dollars. No. Like how most of these local tickets get resold for you 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 resell it for fifty bucks. Ew. I mean, fifty dollars to go to the sanctuary. I mean. If there, if like my, t- if if you know, if like a really sick band was there, I'd pay fifty bucks. But, but anyways, you know, there uh, there'll be another badass show like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm not worried about it. I was just pissed <laughs> at myself. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you want to come see Paranoid Paradise play, 
um, a show in the future. We're, we're working on that right now. Yeah, I'm planning. A, I'm calling it Meoween. <laughs> nice. It's going to be my 21st birthday. Um, and I've decided for my 21st birthday, I wanted all my friends' bands to play um, a venue. So I'm figuring out location. I'm talking to my buddy Dawoo. Shout out Dawoo. Coolest guy I've ever met. Buddies from high school. Um, he's in a band too. Witch's Wedding. Shout out Witch's Wedding. Go follow him. Check him out. And, um... Yeah, I, w- I basically just hit him up, and I was like, Dawoo, I have the craziest idea. Can you help me pull it off? And he's like, I'm ready. <laughs> and I told him the plan, and he's like, if you can secure me a location and a PA system, I got you. And I was like, all right, I got you. I'll figure out a, a location, and I'm sure I can find a PA system on the internet. Oh my God! I'm I'm looking at it. It's right behind me. Isn't we'll figure it? it out. It's right behind me, isn't it? We'll figure it. I mean, I I got a PA. Um, oh my God! I, I just I think I think for the uh, one of the speakers we need another. I have another monitor. Or I meant like we need another stand. We don't. We only have one. I'm I have sure. one. I do. No, no, no. I'm like that. That's a good thing. It's <laughs> oh. like mm, like the plot thickens, but. <laughs> oh, I thought you were looking at me like I don't believe you. <laughs> Why would never? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, Mia Ween. Stay Mia tuned. Mia Uh, costumes mandatory. Siphoned will be dressing up as the cast of Star Trek: The Next Generation. I think I'm gonna <laughs> no, I'm be Smitty Werber Jagerman Jensen. Smitty Werber Jagerman Jensen. He was number one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be him or Cosmo, but no Wanda. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking, like, I would go to a Halloween party dressed as Leon from Resident Evil 4, but I don't have an Ashley, you know? It wouldn't work. I mean, <laughs> I could potentially make Gabe dress up as Wanda, but I don't want to make him do that. You, I want to see Gabe wearing I that. already made him be um, Lindsay, from, uh, Lindsay from Arrested Development last year. I made him a special tank top that said slut, and it was bedazzled. <laughs> and I was Tobias, but in blue man group form. And that yeah. was on my birthday last year. <laughs> so I already made him do that, and I promised him that I would not make him do that this year. <laughs> valid, valid. Okay. Yeah, uh, Halloween. It's definitely, that's like, it's not every metalhead's favorite holiday, but... Um, it's I- my favorite holiday, because it was supposed to be my birthday, but yeah. it wasn't. But I'm my gonna, birthday's even cooler, so... Yeah. I'm a metal musician. I'm going to dress up like another metal music. No, I'm not doing that. I'm dressing up as somebody completely goofy, you know? Or Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> Indiana the Jones. The dog. Beethoven the dog from the movie Beethoven. Airbud. The Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> do you think somebody has a fursona of Airbud? And if they do, hit me up. I want to see it. Um, I think Reddit can help you out with that. Probably. I should totally look that up. I'm going to look it up. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. It's okay. <laughs> That's the one thing about having a podcast with no cameras. Like every podcast nowadays is like you, you get like the video too. You can see what everyone's doing. Like everybody who's listening to this is going to have to use their imagination. Imagine me going on Reddit searching Fursona Airbud. Actually, don't. Don't think that. Don't think nah, that. Nah. Don't look that up. I don't think I'm going to look it up. I might. Maybe. I'll let you know. We should write a song called Air Bud the First Song. No. I had an idea for a song that was going to be called I Robot starring Will Smith. But I have no riff, no lyrics. I just want a song to be called I Robot starring Will Smith. It sounds like a Fear Factory song. It's a movie. <laughs> No, I know, I know, I robot, but like I feel like oh. a band, like a uh, more electronic industrial band, could write something. Cool I think like it also sounds very Midwest emo. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> like uh, what's that one song? Uh, American football. It's like never meant or something. Uh, never meant. Like, oh, melody. American football. 
there's American football. There's mom jeans that's in Michigan right now. Ooh, ooh. Um, modern baseball? What? Is modern baseball yes. one of those? Yeah. Mobo. Mobo. I'm not really... I was really into modern baseball in high school, but I do not listen to them recently. Fair. Yeah. Did somebody get canceled? No, I just <laughs> I haven't listened to them. Uh, I think they broke up. But they may be getting back together. I don't know. I don't keep up. <laughs> I have a joke about bands getting canceled. Man, I love it when my favorite band gets canceled so it knows I'm the only fan that's truly listening to them. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, you want to go to the Trapped concert? Who? Trapped. Do you, know, do you know about this? No. Do you know the band that does Headstrong? What? Dun, 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 oh, dun, yes. Dun. Okay, yeah. They, uh, dude, like, uh, in 2020, when COVID, George Floyd, all the big, uh, quote-unquote controversial... I don't like where this is going. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, they, like, tried to deny COVID. They were saying masks weren't effective. They tried to argue that George Floyd killed I, himself. Like, all this no. bullshit. Yeah. It, but no. it was, like, the, the band's Twitter account... I condemn all of that, by the way. Don't fucking do that shit. That's fucking abhorrent. Um, I was just doing some research. I, I was, like, I looked, I was, like... I haven't, like, looked at their Wikipedia page. I wonder if, like, somebody put all the shit about them on there. And I'm like, yep, there it is. There's a whole section that's called, like, Incidents and Controversy. Yay. And, uh, <coughs> but, yeah, so Trapped, uh, they got banned on Twitter because Good. of uh, the band account was being run by, I think, the lead singer. And then uh, it's funny, like, uh, Trapped was, like, on tour. And they came to Michigan. I think they played, like, the Token Lounge or something like that. And I'm just like. That's embarrassing. Yeah, like. No, like, uh, who's gonna go and see that? You gotta be really. Not me. Yeah, really. I evil. didn't even know that they were there. Probably for the best. Yeah, it was probably a dead. I didn't even know who they were until you said the headstrong. Headstrong. Thing. I can't. I can't even sing that song anymore. I don't. I can't even. I I gotta separate the art from the artist. <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah. What do you mean by that? So there's like an argument out there. Um. You know, it's like, oh, if you like a band, then you should be able to separate the music that they make versus the choices that they make. No. Yeah. No. It's it's definitely. I will. Yeah. I will. Give one example. Go ahead. Okay. Falling in reverse. Ah. You mean to tell me, you can separate the art from the artist from that Worst guy? Worst fucking. No, like, okay, Ronnie posted a TikTok yesterday. He is the craziest person. Ever. And I'm pretty sure he gave me COVID. <laughs> I did you did you tell me about that? No. Oh. Okay. But, well. well I was just gonna say I know Ronnie Racky, he he and like he was in like a gang or something. He beat like they went to go beat him up but then his friend like shot him, so Ronnie got in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Ronnie this is like Really but it doesn't even matter about the crimes. It's just he has said so many batshit crazy things on the internet that should have gotten him, like, taken down or canceled, yeah. like, way past that. And there's still people on the internet like, Ronnie's the new rap god? And I'm like, shut up. I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you cool. are dumb. You can rap fast on one song, but you're just doing bro, what Eminem did. Bro toured, like... Um, while having COVID and was fully aware. And that's how I think I got COVID. Oh, were you like in the, were you sitting close to him? Um, so yeah, me and, no, I was in like the standing area on the, in the Fox, but me and my friend Alice, uh, we were like, we used to be really big Falling Reverse fans in like eighth grade and we saw that he was coming and we were like, this would be really funny and nostalgic if we go he played yeah. two of the songs that we liked the rest of the songs that he played were ass and then he got too zombified and we're like we're fucking leaving <laughs> yeah i mean ugh. like the thing i hate about ronnie is that he knows that he's like in this myriad pit of media shit so he's just gonna keep acting like a dick to get headlines so his band can get famous like um, yeah. so like their music, I listen to some of the new stuff and like, I'm not a fan, but also like, if you enjoy their music, like that's whatever, but like, you can't tell you me literally can't separate the art from the artist. Well, from no, you guy. can't, but you also can't tell me that they make 
good music. It's not good. No. It's shit. Like, Zombified was ripped off of uh, One Step Closer by Linkin Park, the main riff. Yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Ronnie. Like, <laughs> literally so dumb. Like, he posted this TikTok um, a few days ago, like, complaining about how the festival that they played in Mad and like, w- w- I don't even remember, but he's like, yeah, man, it was all the fucking promoter's fault, blah, blah, blah. Like, the merch wasn't even in a good. I'm like, Ronnie, shut the fuck up and own your fucking shit. Why don't you, like, stop complaining and put your best foot forward and try and make it a good show instead of making a fucking TikTok video complaining about how it was everybody else's fault except yours. You're a fucking whining, rotting piece of shit, okay? I don't give a fuck. Like a front man, that's not what a front man does. A front man doesn't go on TikTok bitching at the audience and explaining how it was all the promoter's fault. Like, don't fucking do that. Like, <laughs> you have such a big gift to play this music and bring it to people. Sure, the music fucking sucks. But, like, if you changed your mindset and the way you approached all of this, nobody would hate you. Maybe if you, like, showed some semblance to change, but you're now, no, I'm Mr. Controversial. I'm Mr. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Sorry, Mia. I'm Mr. Controversial. Like, it's like, uh, no, but that's so funny that you bring that up because, was, is this about, like, incarnation or? Incarceration. Oh, yeah, incarceration. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Um, but I, I follow this band, I think it's called, they might be called Trash or Trish, but, uh, it's T-R-S-H. Mm-hmm. They're a... I guess technically Midwest emo, but they have like hardcore elements in them. And I love them. I love them so much. Uh, but I follow them and <laughs> they posted a picture of Ronnie Radke's merch stand. And then they said with the caption, this show bout to be ass. And I think about that a lot. Yeah, it was for Wisconsin Rock Fest. Like, oh, I think they're from Wisconsin too. Like, dude, this is what his TikTok page looks like. It's just a bunch of videos of him like like, making these stupid reaction videos to people's comments, like, because he's a fucking asshole. Do you remember when he, um, said he was Native American? No. Oh. But he's not. I don't think so. I don't know. He doesn't look indigenous to me. I don't know. Probably just said Maybe that for like, attention. Maybe, like, that 20, he's really playing that 20%. Oh, the 20%. I'm 20% indigenous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, look. Like the other. The also thing. The thing also I don't like about falling in reverse is that um, they have to cancel a set when their fucking laptop breaks. Like you guys literally can't play any of your songs without this fucking laptop. Like that's so not. lame. If you ask me. Well, how many of the original members are actually in it? Um. Besides, <laughs> besides Mr. Ronald You're making Radke. me go on the falling in reverse Wikipedia. No, I'm just kidding. Jamie, would, Jamie, pull that up. I would <laughs> just like to say, falling in reverse is also a consequence of 9-11. Elaborate. No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I will. Because um, it it's all goes like with the MCR, like um, 9-11, Jardway saw... The Twin Towers. Oh, fall. yeah. And yeah. I think it's because not Gerard Way, but Mikey Way signed. Um, I think Mikey Way signed Escape the Fate, which Ronnie Radke yeah, was, was in. in. And so now Falling in Reverse is, you know, a, a byproduct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so looking at to answer your question, no, Ronnie is like the only original member. Anybody who the the uh, most recent member on after Ronnie joined in twenty eighteen. So uh, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, and just like the fact, also like it really pissed me off, like how they like Ronnie will just like attack another band's fans. Like he attacks Spirit Box's fans. Like Spirit Box. Oh really? Yeah, they're so nice. That's so sad. <laughs> I'm like what? Like go fuck what? yourself. Poor like, Spirit Box. You're starting beef for no reason. Like. That's also the big thing I hate about, like, local music, too, is, like, the egos, and it's just, like, bro, you're in a giant fucking touring band, and you can't leave your shitty ego behind? Like, I just hate that. Yeah, no, I guess not. And, yeah, like, look, I get it. All their songs have all these different parts and everything, like, all these different orchestras. Bring a fucking orchestra with you on tour if you're that big of a band. Or just, like, don't have those parts. Like, I don't think anyone will really care if you don't have the big orchestral, like, section. Like, here's the thing. They, they've pulled out of, like, a few festivals because, oh, our laptop broke. Well, then, play the set without a fucking click track. 
get a different laptop? Or, yeah, or tra get a different, well... Buy a new laptop? That's a whole different story. They have to, like, offload, like, their set that they've created from one laptop to another. Um, get a second hard drive? Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it really is that easy. But also, it's like, they could have, like, been like, all right, we're falling in reverse, uh, we're having trouble with our backing tracks, so we're going to play the songs uh, a little differently. I hope you guys enjoy it. And then the fans would have gotten a completely different experience than anybody else on the tour did. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Uh, but also, it's Ronnie Radke. It's Ronnie Radke. I know, it's wishful <laughs> fucking thinking. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. But hey, thanks for bashing Ronnie Radke with me. That was enjoyable. I, anytime. Anytime. And also, like, look, I know a lot of people aren't musicians. No. I'm a musician. This, these are just the things that I notice because I'm a musician. That makes me sound... I would say I am... A, I am an artist. <laughs> I don't know if I would go as far as say I'm, I'm a musician. Yeah. I'm just here. I do my silly little stuff. I'm a taskmaster. That made me think of Marvel because there's a villain named Taskmaster. There is? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> I can't escape Marvel right now. It's actually pissing me off. Well, Mia, I got you. I think we could uh, probably escape Marvel by uh, escaping this podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sitting down with me and taking time out of your day to do this. I had nothing better to do. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me and Mia's project, Paranoid Paradise, on Instagram. It's at Paranoid Paradise Official. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mia's Instagram is at Strictly Whack. Yeah, I am an actual artist that wasn't a joke. Yeah, Mia's done some really cool illustrations. She does all the artwork for our band. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see the artwork for the new stuff. Yeah. Me too. I think we're going to generate it with AI this time, right? That was sarcastic. You're going to get me out of the job. <laughs> hey, Mia, you know how to paint? Fuck that. I'm going to get a program to do it for us. I actually did go on AI and see, see if I could do like a Mike Tyson portrait, um, but it looked ass. So <laughs> There you have it, guys. Mike Tyson's going to be on the, the cover of our next EP. Maybe. We're going to call the EP Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this has been Nihil Aesthetic, your podcast with the most in terms of uh, blah, 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 blah. Heavy music, pop culture, hardcore music, good shit, fun times, hangs with homies. Uh, my name's Carter. And I'm Mia. And uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. Thanks for listening.